This is episode eight of Back to Normal. Today is August 30th, 2020. Now let's get started. Okay, in this episode, I want to follow up on yesterday where I talked quite a bit about spoilers for TV and movies, and uh, I guess also a book at the end there. And uh, I wanted to add a few things that I'd thought about since then, since I recorded that episode. And uh, yeah, just things having to do with media, things having to do with spoilers, and uh, just a few more of my thoughts on those issues. So um, I talked a little bit about how, you know, knowing facts about movies and TV shows going into them can change how you watch them. And I, and I mentioned briefly um, that media can actually change after you've seen it. So you can learn a fact about something outside of the, even outside of the world of the movie, and it will completely change that movie for you you can also just go through life events um and have that same phenomenon happen like you can watch a movie again having changed into a different person become like whether it's matured whether your life situation has changed and a movie can hit you different and um what i was thinking about yesterday when i was saying that was um what specifically first came to mind was um the death of chadwick boseman and the fact that i mean for black people a lot more than for myself um but watching black panther now is a completely different experience and or at least it's going to be for me i know that i've heard from from lots of other people that have said that they watched it again yesterday and it every, basically every line hits very different now and um obviously with him having having found out that while he was filming that movie while he was doing all the work he was doing um that he had like really severe colon cancer really changes everything about his performance and everything about like it, the message of the movie kind of even changes quite a bit um once you find out that information but like the memories of you having watched the movie for the first time or maybe the hundredth time are now changed because of that event that happened outside of the movie which i think is a really fascinating thing and um you know kind of feeds in and so i wanted to go over a couple of other kinds of things that that uh that can happen the other couple kinds of media that that can have that kind of change again totally separate from the actual piece of of media um so the example that comes to mind out of my personal experience um is different than probably what a lot of other people's minds jump to but um for me i i had always been i i, I mean in some ways i i'm still a fan of louis ck's work um but obviously information has come to light more recently that um, really makes you change your opinion of people. Um, but I think that I I can still take messages. I want the, the thing that I wanted to get across by bringing up Louis C.K. was that I think you can actually get, you can get something out of media, um, especially in these situations where we're now, where we're now like bring up things from the past that we didn't know when, when this media first came out. And I think you can still take lessons from media even if people it turns out were kind of garbage in some way and an example of that with louis ck is um in in his show in louis um there's a scene that that really like gets me every time where he's talking with his daughters and um he they're talking about i think it was ice cream was the example that was used um but he's talking about um, one of his daughters wants more ice cream or something. And he, and he mentions that um, you don't need to make sure that you have the same as everybody else. The goal in life 
should be to make sure that everybody has enough. So if you're looking at some, if, if you're looking at what somebody else has, whether it's ice cream, whether it's money, whether it's mental health support, um, you shouldn't be looking to see, or you don't like, it's not productive to look and see what they have to make sure that you have more than them or as much as them even, but it's to make sure that they have enough. And while I think, um, not the entire show doesn't necessarily hold up with, um, with the new information we have. And there's a couple scenes in particular for people who have watched the show, um, that really don't hold up now. And, um, I don't think that I'm ever going to be able to watch, rewatch that show again. Um, but that one scene specifically, like even knowing that information, I think that's still a really kind of beautiful message and a good scene. Um, the other example, which which I wrote down here, is um, Bill Cosby and the Cosby Show and everything else Bill Cosby has done. Um, for me, I didn't really grow up with Bill Cosby, so he didn't have any kind of special place in my heart. He wasn't like he wasn't like you know my TV dad or anything like that. Um, I know a lot of people felt that way. And so, you know, finding out Bill Cosby was a piece of garbage, um, hit them a lot different and, um, yeah, I never really had that. So for me, it's much more like, um, I, I have much more kind of, um, obvious analogs than, than Bill Cosby for, for how media can be ruined for you, even after you've already seen it. And, um, the other, the other point that that kind of led me down was um the idea again thinking about spoilers and all that um in retrospect from yesterday are um one thing that can kind of ruin a movie for you or, or you know make it feel like the movie is going to be less um than it is or more than it is or whatever the case may be um is expectations going into it and a lot of the time it it feels like this has been um like movies and media in general now are way more polarizing than they used to be and a part of me thinks that you know that's that's just kind of a byproduct of the internet and um you know everyone has an opinion and you, like opinions get strengthened and and doubled down on over time now with with the internet but i think that another reason that especially for things like movies i think movies more than anything um why opinions are so polarizing and why um you know, people will say, oh, you know, this movie ruined my childhood or all, or all of that um, has to do with expectations. And so, for example, if you like I'm going to use the Marvel movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as an example here. If you grew up reading comic books, um, you know, heavily focused on Marvel, on, on the comic book world, all of that. Um, you're going to have a certain set of expectations for what the movies, the movie adaptations are going to be, or the movie, not even adaptations. I mean, I guess like the characters are adapted and, and um, the storylines are adapted, but in general, they're, they're technically like standalone pieces of, of media that aren't, they're not, they're based on the characters in the books and they're based on events from the comic books, but they're not like page for page, word for word, an entire same story. They kind of borrow from all over the place. Um, but based on your expectations from reading the comic books, you might have a certain set of expectations going into a movie about that comic property. And if if you, especially with when, it, especially when it comes to experiencing something in childhood versus experiencing it again in adulthood, um, if you read those comic books as a kid, you might have a certain set of 
higher expectations than you ever could have, like any re realistic piece of media ever could have gotten. Um, fortunately, I think Marvel managed to sidestep a lot of that. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't read comic books. I never have really read comic books. So, um, I'm not in a position to judge that, to judge comic books versus movies. Um, but it does feel like generally it's been accepted that, um, that if you, if you like Marvel comic books, if you like the, the whole Marvel universe, that you're going to like the movies as well. Um, compare that to something like um the love that people have that grew up in like you know 70s and 80s 90s even um before any of the the non-original trilogy star wars movies came out um if you grew up watching the original star wars movies the new star wars movies completely ruined are completely ruined they like they're Again, I didn't do this. I had no, I had no strong affiliation with Star Wars. Um, I just kind of liked the movies that came out after. Like as I was growing up, I watched them with no expectations. Um, but if you watched the original trilogy and loved them as a kid, and then you went and watched the next trilogy and now the most recent tr trilogy, um, I don't know when Disney acquisition was. I assume it was after the second set of three movies. Um, if you want to watch the last kind of four or five movies in the Star Wars universe, um, I know many, many people were very disappointed because the new movies did not live up to their expectations from the originals. And yeah, I don't really have a good explanation for why that might be, but it's, it seems, it only seems fair looking at it through this lens that you give each new movie a set of expectations that is f as fresh as possible and don't try to judge a movie or any kind of media property on what you expect it to be but rather based on what it actually is and what it gives you and understand that like it's i know it's really hard to do this but understand that disney as much as they are making movies for you because they want you, the individual person, to enjoy them, they're more interested in making movies for everybody. They're trying to make, like, the most straightforward, down the middle, everyone is going to like this somewhat movie. And that naturally, like, unavoidably makes it so that not every single person is going to enjoy the maximum amount. Not only is the audience for any individual movie not going to be the world <laughs> but like a certain subset of people are just not going to vibe with for example the ant-man movies because they are not like that sub set of the mcu is more like joke based and like the the ant-man is played by paul rudd like he's a very famous well-known comedic actor he's he's done i'm not saying that he's not a good actor like in dramatic roles but the idea is that like you know what you're getting into and that's another place where expectations come into play like nobody is going into ant-man thinking this is going to be a dramatic masterpiece like no matter how good the acting is like they get good actors for this these movies but you're there because it's like a funny superhero movie and yeah it's it's amazing what you can do when you set aside expectations and go into a piece of media, whether it's a movie, TV show, book, whatever it is, 
um, whether you, when you go into it with no expectations or kind of the bar for your enjoyment of it set low rather than set like at the maximum. Um, so I didn't really have too much I wanted to say other than that, um, following up on spoilers, but yeah, um, I'm curious to get examples. So if, if you're listening to this and you can think of an example of, of ways that media can change after you've seen it, um, again, that it can be external to the thing. It can be like, it, it can even be something as, as weird and meta as a sequel to a movie coming out and kind of flipping or, or, um, oh, what's that word? Uh, retconning, um, information that then ruins a past movie. Like I, I would love to hear more examples of that. Cause I think it's, I think it's fascinating when a piece of media can change something that you already knew or already thought, um, but I'm going to leave it there for now. So uh, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.